In this episode, my friend Mike Revis and I discussed a tale of two journeys. The first journey was discovering the infinite banking concept. The second journey was deciding who to work with and why. And then we talk an awful lot about his spreadsheet of truth and the different versions he's created. The final version being Jake 2.0. We had fun. Hope you enjoy listening. Thank you. Welcome to the Banking with Life podcast. I'm your host, James Nethering. And you know, I always get excited when I have guests and all of my guests are fabulous people. That's why they're guests. And then they're cool people too, because they agreed to share their time. And Mike Rebus is no different. Very cool individual. And it uh, can't wait. I've been looking forward to this. You know, he's from uh, California in the LA area. You know, I'd like to say he flew in just to do a podcast, but he didn't. But while he was here, in North Texas, he made time to sit down with us. And uh, relatively recent um, client. And uh, I'm telling you, I'm excited. I think it's going to be a great episode. And thank you for listening. Welcome, Mike Grievous. How are you, sir? Good. Thank you. Now, listen, I can't do his background justice, but um, he's a programmer. And he's extremely analytical. And not in a bad way, right? I know that, you know, I give attorneys and uh, engineers a hard time and I get that. But this individual, this man is uh, not only a great guy, but he's, like I said, he's very analytical. And so thanks for being here. My honor, my pleasure, my honor. All right. And now, and I kind of want to, you know, share from my perspective, the first time that we spoke and the first couple of times we, mm-hmm. you know, spoke, cause it was very interesting. I had, I really didn't believe you'd become a client. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I didn't believe I'd become your client either. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, you reached out to us, you know, you spoke with Julie, my sister and shared a lot of information, which we're always very appreciative and very private. We do not share information in any way with anyone other than, you know, in a, public episode like this um but then it you know we had a phone call and and you had already done an awful lot of research about the infinite banking concept and when we had a conversation i didn't think that you were you'd become a client because i thought that you know you had were missing some things as far as your analysis and the outcome of your analysis um and, but you had a basis of your, you know, you had a reason mm-hmm. um, to, to, that took you to the point that you were. And then you explained, I think it was really on one of the first conversations, how you had built this uh, machine, is what I call it, mm-hmm. of how you could put in, when I'm, I'm not an IT guy, right? When I say programmer, I mean programmer. Because I, that was probably the best um, visual that I've ever seen. And I've seen a lot of visuals where you can type in a premium and a cash value and then calculate all of the outcomes. And you had more outcomes than I had ever seen. Mm-hmm. And so you mentioned it. And just for um, my own experience, I'm like, yeah, would you share that with me? And you said yes. So we scheduled another uh, go-to-meeting where you were in control and you took me through your machine, like mm-hmm. for lack of a better terms. Um, 
And I was very pointed. I said, well, every bit of that's wrong because of this, 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 and this, and this. And, you know, at the risk of making you angry, you know, I mean, I was just being very straightforward. Mm -hmm. And, but you, sir, uh, did not, you know, and I wasn't angry and and I didn't make you angry when I didn't. And I was kind of surprised by that because the machine was beautiful. The outcomes were wrong because the inputs were wrong. Right. And I don't think you were aware of that. And I really didn't expect you to um, listen to me. Mm-hmm. Right. But, you know, you did. And I appreciate that. Yeah. So you become a client and now here you are. So can we kind of, you know, I'd kind of like to go back to how you even became exposed to this idea that you could become your own banker mm-hmm. and just share with the listeners because – I'm telling you that I see the value of, uh, you know, there, of course, the exotic presentations are fabulous. But when it gets to the thinking and the reasoning of why you do what you do, how did you go? Because we all have to go through this mental thought process to make a decision to bet whether this is even a good idea for us and our family. Mm-hmm. And I think yours is pretty powerful. So, yeah. So I'm very much a numbers guy, right? Because I'm a programmer, everything is usually about. True or false, right? In the in the world of programming, it's it's binary. It's either a one or a zero. One is true, zero is false, right? So I tend to look at everything that way. I got to say, before we you know turn the camera on, I had a lesson in the differences really between engineering or IT engineering and programming, mm-hmm. and I don't think most people are aware of that unless they're in your profession. I was I had never that had never been explained to me before. So if if anyone ever um, is a fan of Dilbert. He explains the difference between IT engineering and management, right? And people who makes the decision. So they're, they're, he's pretty good about showing the differences and the little inside jokes. You know, when you talked about the spreadsheet having wrong numbers, and there's a saying in the programming world: garbage in, garbage out. Mm-hmm. So if if you're not putting in the right data, the right data is not coming out. So yeah, I, I, you know, when, when you talk about that that topic, I, I was like, okay, I for some reason. I prefer criticism over praise. I actually get uncomfortable when I'm praised. But when I'm criticized, I'm like, oh, yeah, let me show you, right? Because I'm a very competitive person by nature. And and so that kind of, you know, reminded me of how our first conversation went. But um, how I got, <laughs> like, there's two journeys for me. The first journey is from where I was to IBC. And then the second journey was from once I made the decision that IBC was for me, who was I going to go with? And who was I going to go with was way harder than deciding that I wanted to do it, right? So, I mean, my background, I'm kind of like your typical person. You know, I'm not, you know, when I see a lot of these um, podcasts, you know, a lot of different ones, right? I'm not specifically naming this one, but it seemed like the people that do this kind of stuff are like real estate moguls or entrepreneurs, you know, small business owners, successful, you know, and it's like, that's not really me. I'm, I'm just kind of your typical um, average Joe. You know, I, I work, I went, I, I started in a job that became a career. In fact, when I went to school, I went to school with the goal of becoming a TV and VCR repairman. That was my goal. I want to do that, right? And I think it was in the, the it, it was a three-year um, tech school. And um, toward the second half of the third year, something came across and I was hooked, right? It, it, it was a 
what they call a programmable logic controller. And I was amazed at what this thing did because I have been a programmer for a long time. Like, so like when I think about what is the first thing I ever programmed and um, there, there was a toy back in the late 70s, early 80s that was called Big Track. And it was a big gray futuristic looking tank, but you didn't push the tank. There, there, were, there, were, there, weren't, there wasn't a lot to do, but it had a keypad and you would program what you wanted the tank to do. Mm-hmm. And some of the stuff was straightforward. Like there was a, a button that says shoot laser and then you typed in how many times you wanted to shoot, right? So you would say shoot laser three, shoot laser, and it would shoot the laser three times, right? But then there was things that even as a kid, I didn't understand what they meant, but I kind of figured it out. And that's my, that's my method. I figured things out. I don't always learn things from a book or from an example. I just tend to figure things out, see patterns and everything. And so the way you made the tank move is you told it, what direction do you want it to go in and for how long? And I don't know if, what, if the keypad meant inches or wheel turns, I don't know. But then when it got really hard, if you wanted the, turn, the tank to turn, there was a turn direction and then you had to type in the degrees. What do I know about <laughs> degrees, right? What do I know that 90 degrees means it makes a left or, or a right, right? Yeah. And so that's the first thing I can remember programming. But then when I was... Um, 12, 13, I took a programming course in junior high and I loved it. Um, but in high school, I didn't really follow it up. And so uh, eventually, um, um, third year in the tech school, I decided I wanted to be a programmer full time. I'm not going to repair VCRs. And so I'm all about numbers, right? And so I started my career and I did the thing that you're supposed to do, right? You work hard, you put money away in your 401k, and you're supposed to be fine. And sometimes when I listen to your podcast, you know, you, you, you talk about the people that are in a fog and, you know, they're being lied to and they're doing all the wrong things and this and that. And I'm like, ooh, that one hit right here. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's me. That's me. And I've been doing that my whole professional career, my whole life. You know, I was... I was very focused about living in the moment and living for today, not really thinking about the future. And when I got, when I started working, I started thinking a little bit about the future, the way I was told to do it, not the way I figured it out, not the way that would benefit me, but the way I was conditioned, taught to do it. And that was me up until two years ago, or no, I take it back. I, I had a little bit of a breakthrough. Back in 2015, I changed jobs. I was at, at one company for almost 11 years and then I changed jobs and I had to move my 401k money from there to my new company. And I thought to myself, I don't do very good with my 401k. And that's because I experienced the, the dot-com bubble crash of 2000, sure. the, the, the big crash in 08, right? And so I was like, I, I don't do very good with this. So I asked friends and colleagues like who's your financial advisor because that's what i was told and taught that you're supposed to do go find a financial advisor let him take care of your money right and so i did that and and he he did a great job he did a better job than i did um and i just was on autopilot for three or four years right and then and then COVID hit and there was that big stock market crash right and i had told my financial advisor I'm probably going to be the kind of guy that will maybe talk to you once, maybe twice a year. 
I, I really do, I don't have the time or the inclination to deal with that, but I recognize that I've messed up a whole bunch of times, right? And so he, he sends me an email and I ignored it and he sent me a text. He says, hey, are you doing okay? You wanna talk about what's going on? I'm like, why am I gonna talk to you about COVID, right? Because I'm, I'm following what, you know, to the best of my ability, what I should be doing, right? So I've worked in biotech pharmaceuticals, so I have a little bit of background in, in, in you know, th these types of things. No expert, but I have a, you know, cursory knowledge. And so I was doing everything to protect my family, right? We were isolated. I didn't know what, what was going on. I think I might have had it because I travel a lot. But I was isolating. I was focused on protecting my family from what was going on. And I'm like, you know, that's really nice of him to ask. But what, you know, we don't talk like that. And I'm like, so I sent him a message like, um, what do you mean? He's like have you looked at your 401k? Have you looked at your investments with us? I said, no, should I? He's like, well, let's, let's schedule a call. And so I start, you know, figuring out what are my online logins to all this stuff. And I noticed like, holy cow, that was horrible. Wow, a lot of my money just vanished. Right? And, and so we had a conversation and he told me, you know, I, I said, okay, what should I do? Because my, I've, I've seen this before and I made the mistake of bailing and then jumping in back in and missed out on some, not a lot, but you know, probably a lot. I don't even remember now. He says, nope. I said, my inclination is just to write it out because I've done the jump out, jump back in and I've lost a bunch of money. And he says, nope, write it out as a matter of fact, start accumulating more that it's that it's cheap. I'm like, yeah, that's I've read that before, right? Cost dollar average cost whatever that is. Dollar cost average. Dollar yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've also heard catching a falling knife, right? That's the other thing I've heard from the investment, you know, stock guys. And so I was like, all right, I'll do that. And so that kind of made me feel uneasy and actually a little bit um annoyed. Um but it did kind of you know, light bulb went off and I started doing a little bit of research. Like, what should I be doing? Right. And, and the thing was, is right around that time, I was getting out of debt. So I was thinking, all right, now that I've got some money, I'm going to just put it away in retirement, right? Start stuffing my 401k or whatever. Because I did have a plan with the financial advisor that I said, hey, right now, I don't have any extra money. It's all going to debt or, you know, bills and retirement. But I'm going to give you this big chunk of money out of my 401k. You take care of it. And a couple of years down the road, I'll start contributing to some whatever product you recommend, right? And so I was getting to that point where I was going to start having some extra money. And then this happens and, and it got me thinking. So I started watching all these videos and some of it was like managing your own budget and doing this and doing that. And I started getting an uneasy feeling about it, right? I couldn't put my finger on it. And, and so... I started focusing on the things I could control. And, and I had been, you know, that triggers the algorithms in YouTube to recommend certain things. And I was getting recommendations from like these, some legit, some non-legit financial guru stuff and budgeting people and things like that. And so I started, I got the idea of um, a family bank. So we had been doing something similar where I saw somebody say, hey, here's a way to save money. There are some things that if you pay it all at once, like a yearly subscription to Netflix, 
you save $10 if you buy it for the year rather than monthly, right? And then there are bigger ticket items. And for me, that was car insurance. And so I had a chunk of money and I said, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pay off my insurance and then pay myself as if I was paying them. So that extra money is now in my account. And so when I did that, um, the word, I guess the term family bank got into the YouTube algorithm oh. and I started to see things about that, right? And so I saw, I saw several videos about family banking, the Rothschild method, the Rockefeller method, and there was this secret way to implement, you know, to, to take my family bank to the next level, to make it like a generational family bank. And it was a secret, right? I'm like, what? And I start, start focusing on that, right? Finally, I come across a video that sold me on infinite banking because they said everything the other people said there's a secret way to do it and that secret is um whole life insurance party with you know mutual uh, dividend paying mutual insurance company and they said specifically it's based on the work of mr nat and they show a picture of the cover of the book and they said you may have heard of this as you know family banking 7702 something uh cash flow banking all all of those things come from here it's like oh okay so went on amazon got a copy of the book and i'm and i'm watching the video and and so i i appreciated that this person or this video that they made it they they peeled back the 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 secret veil and let you see it. Everyone else was like, call me if you want to know the secret. I got it. You, you call us, we'll tell you how to do it, right? It's like, well, this person just laid it out there. And, and so I read it. I understood it from the numbers perspective. I understood the, the you could say, the accessories to infinite banking, right? I didn't really grasp the, the the true concept of it and, and that's why the first time we talked i was looking at it from a programming crunching the numbers perspective can it do what they say it's going to do not from the pers perspective of becoming your own banker that was not the way i was looking at it. i was looking at it as a tool utility whatever you want to call it to replace my family bank because my family bank only makes money if i lend it out and when i lend the money out it's not earning while it only earns the interest that, you know, I pay back or whoever I lend the money on. And so like, yeah, this is, this is better. And so me being the way I am over analytical, you know, I engaged the person who did the video and then I started finding other people. And then I heard about the Nelson Nash Institute, IBC.org. And I went in there and I looked for certified practitioners, right? And I found some in my area and I, I identified at least two dozen. I mean, that's how nutty I get, right? I, when I do analysis, I identified two dozen, at least, people who did this, right? And then I said, okay, I need to eliminate this, right? And how do I try to cut this number down to something manageable? And then I remembered, um, I am very respectful of contractors, because I was a contractor uh, for a few years. I had my own business for about four, four years. And what I absolutely detested is I give you a proposal, you shop it around. And if mine is good, you go with it. If somebody can say, I can beat this price, you go with them. I hate that. 
Yeah. I don't do that because I didn't like it when I did it to me. And so I was like, okay, what, what can I do here? And I said, well, taking that approach, if you are not giving credit to that book for what you're doing, I don't really want to talk to you. So I would look on their web pages. I'd see their videos. If they did not give credit where credit was due, you're out. How many, how many out of the 24 did that eliminate, roughly? I was down to six. Six. Mm, the mm. majority. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was down to six. And so you are not one of the six, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even make the original 24. Huh? <laughs> no, no. Or the six. No, oh, okay. no. Because, and so I engaged these six people and I got an illustration from it. And it was a 10, 15 minute phone call, basically. How much premium do you want to pay? Here you go. That's it. You know, their, their criteria was, well, we're IBC practitioners. We know that we, we got to pick the right company. With, you know, they, they, I wasn't worried about that part. And so I, I got these illustrations and, you know, I, I did see some videos where they said, hey, if it doesn't have, and it even says on illustration, if all the pages aren't here, this is not a valid form. No question. Right. And so some people sent me just the, the table and so they're eliminated right so i was down two of them were you know were out of the running for that and so the ones that sent me the full illustration i started reading the stuff and i didn't understand some stuff so i'd google it and it, it would explain it and so i have so to me there's there's knowing something and understanding something so i knew what these i knew what pua meant i knew what term writers but i don't i wasn't sure i understood them and so when I started asking the, the four finalists, what does that mean? The answer was typically, you don't need to worry about that. You, you hardly ever get into, um, that won't cause you an issue. In all my years, that, that doesn't happen. All right, but that wasn't my question. I'm a true false kind of guy. I'm a, it's either a one or a zero. That is not a, a, an acceptable answer. And so, I, I tried to do some research on my own and I couldn't. I started typing in these terms and this video pops up. It's like grainy VHS quality and it's some guy giving a presentation. And it wasn't what I was looking for, but it was, it was about the reason I got into it. It was one of your very old videos where you talked about, you know, some of the things I took away is like, why would the government do this if it's not in their best interest, right? The 401k and all those things, right? Why, you know, why does this happen? It's like, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking, right? Thank you for, you know, putting a, making it very succinct, right? To, to, to put kind of my thoughts, you know, into a very focused, yep, that's what I'm talking about. And like, all right, well, let me, let me look up a couple more things from him. And so, you know, I watched your videos and things like that. And so after... Despite the lukewarm interaction I had with these four other guys and some of the things you said that like, okay, now I understand. I was like, okay, I'm in. I'm doing IBC. Now I need to pick the right one. Right? And, and that was mostly um, focused on who can give me the best illustration. Who illustrates the best, right? But then there's this voice in the wilderness that's saying, you shouldn't do it that way. That's not the way you do it, right? What, what's the thing? If, 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 if you understand, if you understand it, the, 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 the numbers don't, don't, the details don't matter, don't matter yeah. right? It's like, yeah. uh, 
all right, let me give this guy a call, right? Because he, th there, there is a thing when, when I'm, when we do, uh, when we discuss something like, um, like maybe a, a failure modes and effects analysis, or we're going to make a change, we want to make sure everyone says, yeah, that's fine. And, and when you're discussing something, the best thing to have is a dissenting voice. Yeah. Someone who is just, whatever you say, no. Well, why are you saying no? And, and they might come to the table with something like, you're right. You're totally right. I forgot about that. Right? And so I always, I always appreciated dissenting voice. And none of those other ones had a dissenting voice. They all had like, yep, this is how you do it. It's all mechanics. It's just numbers. You just punch them in and it comes out. Don't worry about it. All I do is worry. Half my job is worrying about what could go wrong because I am a programmer and my specialty is in the industrial world. So if you think about things that are manufactured, right? Like this had to be assembled probably by a machine. I program machines that make things. I also program things for, you know, mining. And currently I'm, I'm working with an oil and gas company and we make sure bad things don't happen. And there isn't a plus or minus 5% that something back, it either will happen or it won't. So yeah. we think of every possible scenario that something bad could happen. And so don't worry about it. It is not, doesn't work in my world. And, and it, it absolutely does not work in my professional. And that kind of bleeds into my personal. Like, no, that, that doesn't work. I need to know. I'd rather understand, but I at least need to know why that is. And so, you know, at, at that point, it's like, I'm doing it. I just got to figure out exactly what, what the problem was. And that, and that was the second part of my journey, right? Who am I going to do this with? Because I know that from experience, the stock market is really not for me. I, I don't have a good track record with that. I want to, I want to take the, the, the family bank thing I had to the next level. I really like everything I'm hearing about it. You know, the, the talking points that everyone has, right? You, you, you've got tax benefits. You've got guaranteed growth benefits. All those things. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what I want. Now, who am I going to do it with? Right. The guy who, who did the video that got me hooked on it, he was in first place and, and, and illustrations look great, right? But there was that little annoying nagging voice in the back of my head that there's this guy that's putting out VHS quality videos. <laughs> yeah. right? Look, I got I to gotta say in my own defense, but I appreciate that, that those videos were not recorded originally to release to the general public. Right, and they were, they were from a long time ago too. Yeah, yeah they were. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, and I also don't want to be the guy the uh, I don't mind being the voice crying in the wilderness. So I don't mind being that guy at all. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't want to. I don't want to be the whiner. You know, I don't want to be the guy that's, you know, always whining about things. And I don't mean to be that. But um, I, I'm just saying, if there's if there's a hole in front of you uh, and you're walking toward it, I'm okay with being the guy that's pointing that exactly. Out. So and and that is why when I have, you know design reviews or incident review, I want that dissenting voice. And I prefer that dissenting voice not to be an expert in what I'm an expert. Yeah. Because I went through an exercise uh, for, for something called coach. It, it's a way to, to manage people. And the basic concept is, if you are the superstar, your team can only do as well as you can take them. But if you coach your team, they will achieve more than you could by yourself, right? And part of that method is to let them figure it out. When I know the answer, it's very hard to coach someone because I know the answer. Yeah. And I end up, you know, subconsciously or maybe guiding you that way. 
But when I didn't know what this person was doing or their area of expertise, I was a pretty good coach because I'd ask, I'm not going to say dumb questions. When I think back, my dad used to watch a show called Columbo. Oh, yeah. He would ask questions and people were like, man, this guy, I'm so much smarter than this guy. And they gave way more information than they should have, right? And he's just figuring it all out. And then he connects all the dots. It's like, aha, right? And that's kind of how I approach things, right? I ask very basic questions so that I can understand it, not know it. Anyone can parrot. Anyone can parrot a fact, repeat yeah. a fact to you, but to try to get an understanding. And, and so I watched these videos. They were very old. They were, they were, they were, talking about why I wanted to do IBC. So you, these were IBC videos. So I was like, well, let me find out more about him. And it's like, yeah, I want to talk to him. Uh, hopefully he brings a different perspective because that's kind of what I need. Right. And then, and then we had our first meeting and that, that was very interesting <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> well, do tell how, how, you know, from your perspective, how to, so but when you called in, you spoke with Julie, right. And you shared a ton of information, which we're always appreciative. And yeah. Um, and then a call was scheduled, and you were skeptic, apparently, and I was maybe skeptic. I don't know if I was a skeptic, but I did say something that, in retrospect, was dumb, considering my situation, right? She, I don't know what question she asked that prompted me to say, I don't care about the death benefit. All I care is about the cash value. Now I realize I was dumb, right? But I think maybe that's, she probably passed that information on the years, like, and you're probably thinking, this, this guy, right? But it was my, you know, I'm not even going to say as far as my understanding at the time. It, it's what I knew at the time. Sure. Because I, I'm i inherently a numbers guy. I, I, I don't really like, I don't typically dwell on the concept, right? One, one of the things that I, I could say has been a knock on my career, I've worked in a lot of industries. And there are people that basically grew up, live that industry, whether it's mining, pharmaceutical, oil and gas, food processing, they know it. And here comes this programmer guy and, he, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Just what do you want it to do? Tell me exactly what you want it to do, right? A, B, C, D, E, I will program it to do it that way every time. But there's so much knowledge about that industry or that process that, not that I don't care, but doesn't affect my program, mm -hmm. right? My program is written to execute things, not to understand the concept and things like that. And that was my mentality when, when looking at IBC. Just show me what I need to write. You know, what code? I don't need to know the thing. But right before I called you, right, book showed up. I read it once. And I just, I, I read it, like, just to read it, right? Because I, I typically do things more than once so, so that I understand it, not just know it or, or, or memorize it, right? And so I read it once. I got a pretty good idea of the concept. Then I went back and highlighted a few things that were important to me. Which is the correct way, in my opinion, to read Becoming Your Own Banker. Mm -hmm. Read it and then go back and right. highlight the points that stand out to you. Right. And that, that's exactly what I did. I still was not prepared to talk to you, right? And so <laughs> I at least did that. And before we talked, I tried to watch as many videos as I could to get a better feel for you. And so when, when we started talking, that very first phone call, right? Before we talked about anything, you just asked me about my background and, you know, I shared with you, you know, my education. You know, I, I, I told you I don't have a college degree. Um, you know, I did go to school. I went to tech school and, and, you know, the field I'm in is, 
you know, you've got guys that have doctorates in computer science, and then you guys got you got guys like me that just learned it on the job or learned it in their spare time, right? And so there's there's quite a and, and you shared with me some of your background, and 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 you you know you said you know we're you know we've got some similarities, right? And then I started talking a little bit more, and we're not talking about the thing I want to buy. Like okay, you know we're, we're having this conversation, and then you said something that put me in a different frame of mind. You said, you know, the impression I get from you is, is you have a chip on your shoulder. And my first thought is like, that didn't take you very long to figure out, right? Because I do. But at the same time, it's like, how dare you? Right? Right. <laughs> how dare you say that to me, right? <laughs> Knowing that I appreciate, I, I, I actually relish when someone is frank, right? Because I tend to be frank, but some people tell me you're, you're rude, it's like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not very, you know, being a programmer, you know, nerd. I was a nerd, right? When I grew up, I still am. My social skills are not the greatest, right? Uh, you know, sometimes I'm talking. Yes, and he's a, a gracious, he's <laughs> as gracious as he can be. Very, very much a gentleman. So I, I occasionally get nudges like, why'd you say that, right? It's like sometimes, you know. And so, yeah, we, we are similar, but man, you're, you're, you're going a little deeper than someone who's just supposed to sell me a life insurance policy, right? Why are you getting so personal, right? It's like, what, what is your problem, <laughs> right? And, and, and so, you know, I, I told you, we, we talked and, 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 and I'm thinking, you're, you're the worst salesman ever, man. I don't, I don't. <laughs> I'm going to cross you off the list right now, right? I was barely even on the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a last minute addition, Right. And, and so we talked about a lot of things and, you know, I mentioned to you the spreadsheet the, that I had done and it's not just, there's a lot of code behind the spreadsheet, right? Now. Yeah, no, it's not the average spreadsheet. I'm telling you, it's like, you're, you're looking at something <clears throat> 10 times more exotic than the dashboard of the space shuttle. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Yeah. I tend to overcomplicate over, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, paralysis by analysis. I analyze everything because it's hard to get a lot of information down to a one or a zero, true or false. It's very difficult to do that, right? And so there's a ton of stuff going on behind the, the scenes. And, and, and you, you, um, you asked me to set up a second meeting, which no one else did, to see what, I, you know, what are you talking about? What is this? I called it the spreadsheet of truth, right? When someone tells me something or shows me something, I pop those numbers into the spreadsheet, see if it spits out what you're saying it's going to spit out, right? And you said, hey, let, you know, let's have a follow-up meeting. And I said, okay, great. I was, you know, that whole, like, what's your problem? What do you mean chip on my shoulder? You know, kind of that, that, you know, that took it, turned that off, right? But then when, I, when we got off the comm, like, where's my illustration, right? Why aren't you selling me the illustration? Yeah. And, and, and I think that's the, the, one of the huge, you know, differences between, you know, to me, there's like two schools of, of, of IBC practitioners, those that sell from the illustration and those that want you to, you know, learn, adopt, follow the tenets of becoming your own banker. And that is much harder to do. That is, we're, we're a society of instant gratification. I want it like that. I've got 15 seconds to see if I'm interested or not. And that's, that's, a, that's a tougher way to, to, you know, 
not to sell something, but to, to get a client, right? And so I get off the call, it's like, I'm going to show you my spreadsheet, but you're not going to give me an illustration, right? And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to show you the spreadsheet, and I'm sure you'll give me an illustration right after that, right? <laughs> and so we have our meeting, we go through it, and like you said, you pointed out some things, and I wrote everything down, you said, and, and I, I looked at everything, and I didn't change a single formula, but I did change some assumptions about, you know, um, rate of, re you know, dividends and all these things, and it looked it looked a little different, but I didn't have to do a drastic change. Well, I think if uh, if I can, so from our first conversation, you know, now really, uh, you know, it's important to me to uh, you know deliver with congruency of what and and have reasonable and legitimate expectations, mm -hmm. right? I mean, anybody can write. This is not about life insurance. It's not about selling life insurance. We write life insurance, unbelievable amount, unbelievable amounts, right? Um, but in our first conversation, I knew that you had wrong assumptions from what you were sharing with me, mm -hmm. and I could just dang near tell you where you got them, mm -hmm. okay? But, and I didn't mean, I never, ever do I mean to, uh, you know, intimidate or, uh, you know, be rude or anything mm -hmm. like that at all, mm -hmm. Um and and I'm I love numbers. I'm a numbers guy. I see patterns in numbers. I mean, I'm not that I'm not that level of uh, mm -hmm. spreadsheet. I'm not a spreadsheet ninja. I'm not. I'm not an Excel ninja. Right. I love numbers and and people. All the other stuff, you know. Eh. Mm -hmm. um, but I knew if you were to share with me your spreadsheet of truth, that you would understand that some of the inputs are wrong. And I think from the first conversation, I even said you should use this dividend or this internal mm -hmm. rate of return and this and this. And it was different than what you were using. Right. And 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 the thing was is there there is when you when you talk about writing code, there's input and then there's the code, right? The input runs through the code and spits something out. And so from that meeting it's like, okay, there's nothing wrong with my code, but he's right. Yeah, the inputs if I change those numbers to what he says, I get a very different out result. And 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 kind of going back to that first meeting, right? The other part where I was like, I don't know, I, I was like being a diva or a drama, right? Because one of the things you said was toward the end of the, the conversation is like, you know, we need to figure out if we can work together, right? You need to figure out if you want to work with me and I need to figure out if I want to work with you. I'm like, what do you mean if you want to work with me? I'm a customer, Right. I, I, I have this money. I've never gone somewhere and said, hey, we're not sure if we want to take your money. Let's talk first. Like it was just it was just weird. Right. And I and I and I've, I've become a little spoiled, you know, and, you know, and, you know, because I, I haven't faced nearly, you know, less than half, just a tiny fraction of the hardships that like my parents went through and, and their parents went through. And so I, I've had. A, a fairly, you know, easy life, you know, city boy, you know, city kid. I, I grew up in the city. I didn't have to haul pails of water from the pond up, let, you know, take, go collect eggs from the chickens and walk the sheep two and a half miles to their grazing area before I got ready for school. Yeah. My biggest problem is like, oh, I got to get up at 6.30 to take a shower. First world problems. <laughs> right, exactly. First world problems, right? Yeah. And and so 
uh, you know, part of that was there, and and part of it was as 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 Mister Nash mentioned is, is in the book. I suffered from the arrival syndrome, right? And 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 it it, it took it took me back, you know, to thinking like, am I doing this wrong? Right? Am I am I the one that's doing wrong? Because all these other guys agree with me. All these there's this one guy here, right? And there's there's this joke that. I heard that I kind of use sometimes, not as a joke, but as a pause and think about it, right? There's a, there's a lady sitting in her living room, she's watching the news and there's breaking news, there is a wrong way, wrong way driver on the freeway, endangering the lives of all of the people. And she's thinking, oh my goodness, that's the freeway my husband takes home from work. So she gets on the cell phone, says, honey, be careful, there's a wrong way driver on the freeway. He's like, wrong way driver. They're all driving the wrong way. Everyone out here is crazy, right? And so sometimes I, I have to pause and think, am I the crazy one? Am I the wrong way driver, right? And after our first conversation, because of how deep you went in trying to understand what I'm trying to do, what my perspective is, what my goals are, what's important to me, I didn't recognize it at the time, but you planted a seed. And it wasn't a seed of doubt. It was more of a, a, a voice in my head saying, there's got to be more to this than just these numbers, right? It, it can't, you know, I, I, started, I started watching a lot more of your videos. After we had this, this second meeting, you know, we talked about in more details. You dug in real deep to say, okay, based on what we talked about, I think this, th this is what you're looking for. Right, I'm thinking, okay, great. I should expect an illustration any minute now, right? <laughs> but that didn't happen. The, 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 the trail actually went cold after those couple of meetings, right? Mm -hmm. And I started to try to figure things out on my own, right? Why are there debates on, you know, splits and PUA riders and all this? And I'm trying to understand it. And you just keep hearing mech, 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 right? And so, okay, I need to understand what is a Mac? What is the formula? Because there's a formula that calculates the Mac, right? And I need to figure that out. And so I downloaded the whatever tax code thing applies to it. And I spent 15 minutes reading and it's like, nah, this is, this, I'm not, I'm not understanding this. I don't want to go through the whole thing. And so I honestly gave up. I said, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll wait till next year to do this IBC thing, right? There's there's just too much noise as you call it right. Yeah. Neither one of neither one of them is explaining why they 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 do that. And I thought that because like the short attention span generation, I wasn't listening to all of your. I was taking the little short ones like seven minutes, fifty minutes, like fifty five minutes, an hour and fifty. Nah, <laughs> I'm not doing that right. And so I gave up. Right, I'm like I'm not doing it this year. Well, I, I was not aware of that. So yeah, yeah, no, I I gave up because uh, I I was trying to do it uh, as quickly as possible because I had a huge tax bill due yeah. and I wanted to pay off a credit card. Sure, sure. And I had seen the video about when you bought the truck, right? And so I was like, okay, so I can run the money through there and and it helped. You know, that's what I should be thinking, right? And I still didn't understand the concept. I just I just knew certain things were done. And and so I I. Pause. I said, I'm not, I'm not quitting. I'm more pausing until next year when the the taxes are paid and it's tax time again. That's when I'll look at it again, right? And then 
I started seeing videos or notifications on what, what's it called? The 7702 change? 7702. Change, right? right. right? Yeah. And I'm like, well, what's, you know, as and whole life, right? And I look right. it up and it's like, okay, that's interesting. What's this about? So I started watching videos, right? And there's, there's pretty much everyone was spinning it in a positive way saying, your mech limits are going to be much higher, right? You're going to be able to stuff even more money. And I'm looking at it and I'm looking at it like, well, wow, why? And I finally found a video that says, well, your insurance, your, your death benefit's going to go down, which means you can, you know, more, you can stuff more cash in it. And I'm like, that's not entirely a, a, a good thing because what you're saying from a different perspective is death benefit is going to cost more after this and i'm not and i was thinking that i wasn't sure i was like is that right right so i said okay maybe i need to get back on this right so this time around instead of watching you know star trek star wars head-to-head -head <laughs> videos and poker videos and basketball videos i said okay i'm gonna focus on ibc and and try to get more information right and i started watching more and more of your videos like all right i'm gonna watch this 58 minute video and i started watching your videos and i'm like oh, oh oh that's why okay now i understand this variable right and 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 the thing was is is it took a little bit of a commitment right because it's not like like videos i'm used to watching they'll give you time indexes because I, I i i'm still a nerd right so i love watch so you know there's star wars and star trek and there's other sci-fis babylon you know, i could rattle a whole bunch and these and what people do on the internet is they say okay what if a star trek ship came into the star wars universe or what if a you know it's just like and they'll time mark it here is where these two ships fight and here's where this happens and it's like but your videos are just a very like generic topic and so you don't know what you're going to talk about because a lot of times it's just free-flowing unscripted so you got to listen to the whole thing to get value out of it right you can't just jump around i said okay so this this channel is the only one that is saying things different than all the other ones and but it turns out there there, there are others it's just they're they're you know youtube doesn't mention them to you but they did mention yours and so i started watching a lot of uh, of your of your uh, podcast and i mostly focused on the ones with you and mr griggs and i actually started with your book review Right. And, and so I watched it to, to see if I understood the way you guys understood. And I was like, yep, yep. Oh, I missed that one. You know, it was, it was like a little test, right? And the more and more I watched your videos, the more and more little daggers started hitting me. Like, yeah, that's what I did. Oh, yeah, that's what I did. Or, that's what I do. That's what I think. And it, it, it was more of like, I, I'm starting, the fog is starting to clear a little bit, right? I, I felt something was not right. I felt things were not going the way they should have. But now I understand why. I know exact. Now I know why that happened, or now I know why I felt that way. Um, and and so I was like, all right, let's let's try this again. You know, I I could not figure this out on my own. All right, so I sent you an with email. the massive machine that he built. Now, I know you don't have the luxury <laughs> of seeing that as a listener or a viewer. Right, I'm telling you, he put together. Uh, complex spreadsheet and and i've i've seen um, it was very attractive you know it wasn't just oh there's a bunch of i mean you had color to it i mean <laughs> yeah. it was a 
it was a nice, it was a lot of work and you could tell a professional put it together. And I've seen a lot of these things. And, mm-hmm. you know, the third party industry has came up around the whole infinite banking idea and, and real estate and, and everybody's got a, a, an Excel spreadsheet of some form. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, yours puts all of them to shame. Mm-hmm. I'm, Thank you. I'm, you're <laughs> welcome. I mean, I mean that. I'm not patronizing you because you're here. Yeah, and I think I mentioned to you, like, you know, the, the Back to the Future, uh, that movie where where Doc does a a model of the city, and it's amazing. And he says, please ex- excuse the crudity of this model. It's like <laughs> art, <laughs> right? Because when I look at that, usually I'm writing that in code, right? And, and, and I, what is that, those calculators, like truth? Concept? Truth concepts? Right. Which we use those. Those are... Uh, Todd Lankford, Kim Butler, Mountain mm-hmm. Enterprise, Texas. They've been around, you know, I've, which were started with, with Norm Baker. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had the pleasure of meeting him. And, and so we use those um, in a limited way, but we mm-hmm. do use them. And, and, and my point is, is that that's what this spreadsheet should have looked like. You should not have been able to recognize that it's a spreadsheet. If I was doing it, you know. No, 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 no. I, I disagree personally. Mm-hmm. Because of what you have in there, you can, I mean, I'm, I'm a numbers guy, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I like to see the connection and the, and the mm-hmm. relationship of the numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I disagree with that completely. In, in my industry, there's something called the front end or the HMI, the human machine interface, where okay. you don't see all the numbers, you just see the numbers that you need to see, right? Okay. And that, that's kind of what I was thinking about. But yeah, it's someone like yourself who wants to see the numbers. But if I was showing this to like, a friend or a colleague or somebody that wants to see, well, what if I did this? I wouldn't want them to see all that stuff because it's complicated. I, I understand Yeah, that. and so. <clears throat> but see, and two, part of the reason that I asked for the uh, opportunity to for you to share that with me, and you graciously, you said, yeah, and you put it right on the calendar. and Because um, I thought I was just going to look at another spreadsheet mm-hmm. from another engineer mm-hmm. who knows numbers and formulas and calculus and calculators and but they know nothing about life insurance. I thought that I was just going to see another one and yours mm-hmm. was not that. So, okay. Yeah, and, and, and w- one of the things I did, and, and it, it probably didn't show when, um, when I demonstrated it to you, is I had already gotten four illustrations, right? And so I, I put all those illustrations in the spreadsheet, did an average of, you know, guaranteed cash value, guaranteed death benefit, non-guaranteed life. And I took an average of all of them. And I said, okay, here's- They were different companies. Yes, they were were all different companies. And so I had, here's the lowest average, here's the highest average. My spreadsheet better spit something out between those two. And it always did, right? And that's why I knew the math was correct, right? And you know, when I I think about it, those types, you know, I don't know what, what it's called where you type in numbers into some application and it spits out an illustration. That's the type of stuff I do. Right. I will do all the algorithms and formulas based on someone telling me here, here are the rules, here's the this and that. And then you can just type in numbers and it spits it out. That's the kind of stuff I do. Right. And so when when I reached out to you, the the after I decided, you know, I, I, I had kind of put it on pause, you know, kind of quit. And then I said, OK, I'm a little worried that the, 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 the these policies are either going to get more expensive or I didn't quite understand because they're, they're trying to spin it as a positive light. All I saw was insurance is going to become more expensive. That's all I saw, right? Despite all the 
nice, it's going to be better, more, you know, more cash value, better. It's like, okay, that's one way to look at it. But I see it as insurance is becoming more expensive. And so I reached, you know, I reached out to you and, and, and what, and because I felt a little lost, a little bit confused by the noise, I sent you an email where, where I basically said that I want to do this the way the book wants you to do it, the way the book teaches you to do it, right? Because you're the only one that's not saying, here are the numbers, here are the numbers, right? How much do you want to spend? Here you go, right? Your, your, your videos are getting way more deeper into that, to, to, to the concepts and the tenets of, of that. You know, you even say, yeah, you could do that, but you're not following, you're not becoming your own bank. You're, you're giving up the banking function. You're, 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 you're taking on risk. You're, you're taking the risk from the insurance company, putting it on yourself. It's like, yeah, that's, those are the things I kind of was like, there was a foggy idea. And then yeah. watching your videos, you kind of clarify, yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's exactly the question I was trying to ask. And not only are you making the question clear, but you're providing an answer, at least guidance. And so I, I told you, I, I want to talk to you about doing basically this the right way, the way the, the book teaches you. That's when we had a, a few follow-up meetings. Oh, and, and between the time I, I sent out that email and the time you responded and set up another meeting, I, I kept watching as many videos as I could, right? And I pick up little tidbits here and there that kind of stick to me. And one of them was like, we're not here to print out illustrations for you, right? We, we got to make sure, you, you know, and it's like, okay, I get it now. I understand it now because all those illustrations did was kind of skew the, the correct path, right? They're, they're, they're kind of leading me a little, they're causing me to focus on the wrong thing. And it was perfect for me because I'm a numbers guy and you're showing me numbers. This is great. This You're talking my right. language. And I was like following that path and and I was being led a little bit astray, right? And, and so, you know, after talking to you, I, I got a, 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 a better feeling about doing this, right? I, I was very confident when I called you the first time and then all the noise, I kind of lost that confidence. But then after talking to you, you know, the second round of conversations, I, I started to feel, okay, you, I, I understand now, right? The more I watch your videos, the, the more conversations and emails we have, the better I feel about it, right? And, and, and ultimately, when when I decided to to actually you know like you said uh, what is, the rubber hits the road when you get to write a, a premium check right when I was at the stage where I was ready to do that um I was clear I I I wanted to work with you right because of the conversations you had because you dug deep and made sure that not only you understood the, the type of client I was be would be but you made sure that I had a better understanding and, and, and what I was trying, you, you actually caused me to step back and think, okay, I am not interested in doing this for this reason. There are all these other reasons that are more important to me and, and this stuff doesn't really matter. If, if you focus on your, what, what, you are, what your goals really are, Mm-hmm. here's how this can help you accomplish this. Mm-hmm. This policy should not be your goal, right? This, this should be um, a tool that helps you accomplish goals okay. if possible and things like that. And, and, and that was a very 
hard thing for me to do because I am a numbers guy. I am a programmer. I don't go by service, right? When I, when I compare two things, if you can get me the same thing for the same price or lower price, I'm going there. Sure. Right? I, I, I don't put a lot of thought into service mostly. I mean, there are a few examples of, of where it, it made sense and I, I learned to appreciate it later in life, you know. Um, and, and now I'll even pay a little more for better service. Um, the older we get, some things matter more than others. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Value versus cost or price has, has become more important, right? You get what you pay for. And so when, when, when we had some follow-up conversations and you dug even deeper and you made me, there was a seed that was planted and it was in the back of my mind from the things you talked to me about, the things you asked me, what is important to me? What are you trying to accomplish? That seed, when we had our second round of conversations, just sprouted. Like, I get it now. I understand. And when I made the decision to commit to you and, 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 and your team, I hadn't seen an illustration yet. And I didn't care. Mm -hmm. Right? I the numbers guy <laughs> exactly which was really weird for me who's already seen a gazillion <laughs> I wrote down uh, I remember so I didn't look at my notes uh, from you know our first conversations but I think you had like scrutinized 14 different illustrations if I right because it wasn't just four illustrations from four different companies right. it was multiple versions from every company right, right. You know, X amount of money, X amount of money. And there was just all kinds of, and, and then there was like, how long do I want to pay, you know, forever or certain type. Yeah, there was all kinds, because I was looking at the numbers to see which one works out the best, which one's the most bang for your buck. Oh, yeah. How could you possibly make a decision to engage with someone after looking at 14 different illustrations? And then this is not the average guy running through, and I, I'm just saying that. You took those illustrations and you ran them through this machine. I'm calling it a machine that has a name, the Spreadsheet of Truth. Mm -hmm. I mean, how can you do that? To, not just from watching a few videos that I put out to, to saying, okay, I'm going to work here. I mean, mm -hmm. how, does, how does that? I'm, I'm impressed and I'm appreciative. Mm -hmm. uh, makes me want to go watch some of my videos. <laughs> I mean, that's a... That's kind of a big deal, I think. Uh -huh. I mean, well, it, it, it's because you weren't giving me easy answers, right? Like I said, you know, th there were some things in the illustrations that I didn't understand or concerned me. And when when the answer was, "Don't worry about it," I worry about it. it makes it even worse. But with 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 you, it's like it's worth the effort because you get what you know eventually you get to what you're looking for and a lot of times it's like go read the book you must have you must have like glossed over a chapter and i did that and i went back and looked at things and and, and made sure i understand and it, it 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 basically came down to this right i was not buying a specifically designed policy i was not buying a policy with this certain company I was buying a policy from you and your team because you took the time to quite honestly educate me and help me realize what my true goals were. 
My true goal was not the most cash value that I could get. That is not my goal. I have goals that we talked about, right? That those are my goals, right? And and the other thing too that was that that's a, a little off-putting for me. And I don't, I don't, I've never gotten that from any of your videos because you don't put up numbers and spreadsheets and like go through it, right? And and the the one thing that was a little, I wouldn't say intimidating, more off-putting is like every every time I see an illustration presented to explain, and I appreciate that, right? I, I have nothing negative to say about people who do that because I watch those videos to understand what does that column mean? Sure. What is the interact? Because that's how part of how I built my spreadsheet, right? But it, it was a little off-putting that Hundred thousand dollars a year, one million dollars. It's like, it's like okay, then this isn't for me. Yeah, I can't pump money like that in there, and 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 I'm not a real estate mogul, so I'm not going to get all the benefit. At the time, I thought I'm not going to get all the benefits out of a policy because I don't do real estate, I don't own a, a small business or a big business. I'm not, you know, wealthy or at least you know. There was a lot of reasons why this isn't for me because this is, it almost seemed like this was for an elite club yeah. of people, not yeah. for the everyday guy like yeah. me. All right, guys, we went a little long because we were having so much fun. So we're going to pick it up again in part two. Thank you for joining us on the Banking with Life podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like and subscribe and click on that little notification bell. Otherwise, join us on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher for weekly content.